welcome to Ready Steady Chat. On this podcast, we've got myself, Sanal, and I'm joined by my friends, Falgan and Ben. Ben? Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, finally got it done. How exciting. So, cut from... What? Oh, okay. I thought we called people back. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to Ready Steady Chat. On this podcast, you've got myself, Sanal, and I'm joined by my friends, Falgan and Ben. Hello, I'm Ben. This is a podcast with three friends who met at uni and we barely see each other anymore. But we saw the podcast revolution, all the podcast equipment being brought up and thought, why not? Let's join in with the game. So sit back, relax, and hopefully have a laugh along the way. Hello and welcome to episode one of our podcast. So guys, we're finally here. This is it. This is it. And I think this week, everyone, what's on everyone's mind is these A-level results. Yeah, I saw that today. They came out today with um, that apparently 40% of students have been downgraded or had their results downgraded from what their teachers submitted. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, and and having been through university ourselves, I think it it can really change and affect someone's whole almost career or life, depending on what yeah, they go to now. And yeah. I think that's the thing. I've got to admit, for like me, I, I think like... I, I, it's a weird one because like degree and that don't get me wrong uni was hard and difficult but I always found like um, doing A-levels was actually the hardest thing I've done out of GCSEs and, and degree I don't know why it just felt so much harder and fortunately um, obviously we were able to do our exams and but people obviously this year don't seem to be able to do exams they've been based on their mocks and whatever grades their teachers submitted and I saw like, one person today that their mocks and that were AAA and I think believe they're like one of the predicted grades were A star, A star, A star, and then they got BBC. Just I saw that. How, that's absolutely yeah. crazy. Mm. I remember when uh, I was waiting for my results, A-level, that was, what, four years ago? Um, the most stressful time of my life, actually, for the two weeks before we got the results. Yeah. Uh, I was so worried. I mean, yeah. it could decide your future, right? I mean... Which yeah, university def- you go de- to? De- definitely, like, A-levels were much more stressful than I think university was. Mm. And yeah. Maybe, maybe you learn a lot in terms of time management, what to expect. Well, I think the thing is, as, as, well. as well, is what, what is so kind of, for me personally, reading about it, I do feel so sorry for people that are affected, but also just so frustrating that the, the government and their decisions. Like, I saw... Um, I think the education secretary today was saying, oh, that, that unlike Scotland, where they did a U-turn on it, they said there's going to be no U-turn on it, but they did say there is points of appeal and points of you could might be able to resit them. But I'm not being horrible. That's not much kind of reassurance for these students because <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't want to be going to university or post be going to university, and now you've got to do some resits or appeal. Do you know what I mean? That causes so much uncertainty and stress. But it, it's, I just find it so. Uh, it actually just feel generally sorry for people who've been affected through kind of no fault of their own. And just, to just, have... as, just as you were saying that, Ben, I was thinking, what if this yeah. is a deliberate ploy by the government to um, boost the income of the lower ranked universities where, say, traditionally lots of people may not apply to, but now because yeah, of their low yeah. results, they, they're forced yeah. to go to these uh, these universities. 
But then the big uh, ones have lost money as well because people are now going, they're deferring, aren't they, next year? Oh, that's true, yeah. Potentially it balances out. Yeah. yeah. So it's money across think, the board. But I think that's the thing that's come from it, though, is the uncertainty, is it? People don't know now if they're going to be able to go to the university of their choice or yeah. if they're going to have to go for one maybe less down the or lower down the kind of the uni ladder. So mm. I think that's the thing. And that's the thing I don't feel like listening to some of the stuff coming out from the government today. I don't think that's what they've taken into account. You, you know what I mean? You can't just say to people who have worked so hard for the last two years to get to um, go through their AS levels and then go through their A levels and put so much effort into then go, well, yeah, it's not what you want is, but we, we, you've got a point of appeal. But you're thinking uni starts in a month, two months time. You know what I mean? That's no, that's no kind of reassurance for any of them. It's just... Yeah. I find it so kind of disheartening for so many people. It's just, it's so sad. Like, personally, for me, I'd be absolutely fuming if I was in that similar situation. Like yeah. I said, yeah. we said how hard A-levels are. So, okay, don't get me wrong. It's not brilliant that they're done by mock levels. I would have never got the grades I got. My mock's always worse because you always kind of put, um, say, you know what I mean? You just put less effort into it and less kind of revision into it. But it's still better than just someone kind of picking stuff out of thin air. And in a way, that sees what it does. It's got like a round It's like it's been decided by a computer. Do you know what I mean? And it, yeah, it shouldn't it. be like that. That's it. And, and going back to my point earlier about the long-term and future careers and stuff, that generally I understand that people from poor areas have got lower marks and it's just not allowing those kids to, to move out yeah, of their yeah. poor areas and... And, yeah, and I think I think that I think that's the thing. It's like there seems to be a suggestion. No one really knows what the algorithm kind of is <laughs> is put into it. But what it's kind of suggested is that kind of you can, in a way you can't necessarily outperform your college. So like if your college normally gets a certain grade and you've decided and you've gone and got a star rather than a B, like in your mock exams, you still it looks like you've been lowered down to a B. It's like it's impossible to out, outperform kind of the students around you or, or what your college normally gets. So I think that's the thing. There was probably no, no in the circumstance of maybe not having exams and that, there was never going to be entirely fair way to have it. But at the end of the day, it should, really should have been up to the teachers that know the students best. And if they submitted something and then 40% of that, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, just, it's a staggering amount of people, 40% of people have seen their grades reduced yeah. and just literally by yeah. computer, not within their own power. And that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, like you said, teachers predict grades, but on the other hand, I can see why they didn't go with just the predicted grades. Um, you can have teachers that are a bit vindictive yeah, against certain students. Yeah, that's know. true. We've all had teachers who've done yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. You don't want one person yeah. ruining a whole person's life. But I think the way they've gone about... Well, like, to be fair, Boris Johnson's had a good do it. Teachers could have gone this way as well. They, they may not have liked the student. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. downgraded. Alternatively, yeah. the student could then turn around and say and or go into university and say, Okay, I'll prove everyone wrong and then you and use that to propel them. I mean Yeah. But then they're not getting into good universities to do that, right? Uh they're getting lower tier yeah. no. ones. But unless the all the universities in the UK agree to lower their expectations for this year's entries. Yeah. yeah. Fair, I did think I did see that I did see that apparently there is seems to be a kind of a widening of criteria within the uni the uni kind of um, application process and I think unis are taking it on board that there are kind of differences and difficulties with coming to the grades this year mm. so I think they are trying to kind of sort it out but 
I think that's the thing. It's just the uncertainty has caused more uncertainty. I mean, first of yeah. first off, you have kind of your exams taken away from you. No one likes exams, but at the end of the day, when you've worked two years to get to them, you want to be able to at least try and have a go and perform for them. So, and then to get that taken away, and then and then you go to you, um, you think, well, at least I've done well with my mocks, or and hopefully that that'll cover me. And then you get to the day and go, actually, Boris is going hang about. Don't don't get too carried away. It's been it's been what you thought you were gonna get is kind of been downgraded through nothing from nothing of your control. And I think that's where kind of the uncertainty comes from. Mm, I mean, yeah. uncertainty that we had uncertainty when we did our A levels. But I mean, we applied to universities we think is within our grades, right? Like our expectations yeah. of our grades. But when yeah. you leave it, it's basically a lottery. You can either get better grades than you were predicted or worse. And yeah. seeing as our yeah. 40% got worse. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it must be doing a lot of damage, especially mental health wise. If yeah. you think about yeah. it, um, yeah. I, read, uh, I read about this uh, woman who was worried because she she had a suicidal daughter. Uh, oh wow! And uh, she got worse grades than she ever expected, and yeah. she's worried about her mental health as well. I think that's the thing, though, isn't it? Well, like listening to kind of um, the politicians coming out and saying there's no going to be no U-turn and stuff like that. That's the thing I don't yeah. take into account the actual kind of the stress it's going to cause to individuals that just basically just angry because kind of stuff that's so important to it has been taken out of their control and there's nothing they can do about it and i think that's the thing that's so sad yeah i mean yeah the government hasn't said you know anything nice i mean scotland went back on their word and you know kind of tried yeah they, they did the u-turn yeah but england hasn't been uh helpful at all towards the students if anything they've they've gone so off when, when, when did scotland release their results then uh Last they week, haven't. I think, was it? Oh, was it last week? I thought uh, it was after England. Right. Uh, maybe it was, that was GCSEs. I swear I saw something about like Nicola Sturgeon and they were releasing the results and they had to kind of go back on them because people were so kind of upset by him again. But don't get it wrong, like I said, there's going to be no kind of ideal thing, no, no ideal scenario because at the end of the day with no exams and that is kind of difficult to come to a conclusion. Mm. But with, uh, it's, it's, it's a shame like, because we, there'll always be winners and losers in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's t- totally, totally agree. Um, if if everyone if everyone gets really high grades, and yeah, you'll go for top universities. As I was saying earlier, some universities will miss out, and they will effectively face financial difficulties as well. But these universities make hundreds of millions. You know, I don't really feel bad for them. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're for, they're they're these days they're businesses rather than. Uh, places of learning absolutely. really yeah absolutely uh, speaking speaking of businesses actually as yeah as i'm sure the listeners are aware as well and you're aware lots of, lots of them are going under one that has yeah. been one that has been going under for what seems like a long time now blockbuster is closing uh, its doors soon uh, i i they've thought got, they did that already years ago they've they've got they've got one more their last one and oh. as a treat to fans they're um putting it up on airbnb so you can come in and spend a night there. They've got uh, beanbags, uh, retro games to play, selection of movies. Is that something you reckon you guys would have done if you if we were in the US? Um, I am um, like I do watch a lot of movies, I guess. But you really want to spend a night in a blockbuster? I mean. <laughs> It's like come and spend come and spend the night in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it would be nice for like a couple of hours, maybe. But you grew up with a night. Night. Didn't you, Ben? 
Oh, don't make it out like this. Come on. <laughs> literally, I'm, I'm 24. I'm literally a couple of years older than you guys. Make out there's like a 10 year age gap. <laughs> I've got to admit, I think I actually wasn't one to use Blockbuster that much. I think I used it like once or twice. But yeah, it was. It, I, to me, it kind of. It, when I look think like the Blockbuster, it kind of reminds me of places like Woolworths and stuff like that. They're kind of shops that have kind of gone out of business. You, mm. you do feel a bit like nostalgic about them. But obviously, the question that that does bring if there was a, any shop or any shop you could choose from, what shop would you do a sleepover in? Uh, sprinkles or creams? Sprinkles. Easy peasy. Sprinkles. One no, that's not really a shop. Imagine a whole night of making waffles and eating waffles. You wouldn't, no, because you wouldn't, you wouldn't no, eat no. it because after five minutes you'd be tired of it. Do you not remember when we went all together and yeah. I ordered yeah. two dishes and I couldn't yeah. finish it's one? So you know? sickly. It's so sick. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, it's not really a shop, is well, it? We, um, yeah, it's, it's a restaurant, not, it? I guess. It would fall more. It's closer to a restaurant than a shop. It is. Yeah, yeah. Is it a dessert yeah, restaurant? Yeah. Exactly. But if it's a restaurant, then so it's not a shop. No, no. I, I mean, somewhere like yeah, game or what about you? <laughs> or me? Game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of you. Mm. Actually, yeah. Oh. Baba's got a point. Game is a, such a good shout. Yeah, but uh, it depends yeah, yeah, on yeah. which game though, because the the one we have in Reading is isn't great it's tiny they don't have a lot of stuff there you know just like to apologize to those that work in those work at gaming no like like Um, i said they're not all the same ones they're different sizes (laughs) and they have different stuff in them so but not the one at reddit don't go the game at (laughs) reddit aren't games all the same do do they not give out the same advertising and push out the same yeah they do they have they have different, you know, sizes of stores. They have, like, the one in Portsmouth has, like, an eSports bar or something, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, to be fair. The yeah. one in Reading doesn't. Oh, wow. um, uh, right. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a trip advisor of di- the different games around the UK. That's our next podcast. <laughs> <The> game store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair, for me, I'll, actually, slightly similar. But, but I'll have a nice sleepover, I think, and a bit of curries and PC World. Oh, oh my! Imagine. That could be good acting, yeah. Oh, you could have a lot of fun if you're going to sleep. You, purely as well to make the most of them tellies that you see. You know what I mean? Like the massive, like eighty inch they seem to be almost like cinema screens. You're like, yeah, jeez. Once the football's back on, once the Premier League's back as well, you could have all the games on all the TVs. Yeah, yeah. And then you could have a bit. You can go all the stereos, all the different music. Get get on get on a Mac. You know what I mean? You could have an absolute field day. Never mind sleep. I want to live there. Absolute, absolute whale of a time. <laughs> you could. I mean, I don't, don't they do uh, home appliances as well? Do they? I think. Hang, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. So, I'm just saying about to... staying over at Curry's and PC World for all the oh. fun technological stuff. Yeah. You want to have a, you want have a bit of time with a dishwasher. No, you said you want to live there for the washing machines and the dishwashers. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about the big telly. Don't worry about the Apple Mac. Let me get in the dishwasher now and then have fun with an oven. You know what I mean? <laughs> you think how realistic the situation is, when, you know. In a place like game, where are you going to use the toilet? You know. Let me ch- let me check out the spin on this washing machine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <exciting stuff. laughs> you just, just go round and round. And round. <laughs> You can have each individual item of clothing in a different washing machine if you wanted to. You know, living. He's, he's already thought of this, Ben. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. He's pictured it. 
I, th- I think, uh, although we he's, missed... He's... Yeah, sorry? <laughs> sorry, he's the only man to go past the laundrette and think it's a theme park. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of fun here. <laughs> I've got my only urgent, thank you. <laughs> you Summer 2020 was never cancelled for Falcon. <laughs> you, are you still going to say you're going to have a sleep a sleepover in Sprinkles? No, so I've changed my mind. Oh, I've, got, oh, God. I've, oh here we go. And I've gone, and I can't believe none of us saw this, but why don't we just spend a night, well, actually, just me, in Harrods in London? Harrods? I've never been to Harrods. I've, I've never been there. No, man. I feel quite sad. I feel yeah, I feel quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> I've walked through it, man. Some some of their stuff they just don't put a price on. Not yeah, it sounds you, like something yeah. you would do really. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like when you go to restaurants and you see that and you see food and you think, mm, where's the price? That's when you worry. You know what I mean? You think, hang on, yeah. I'm in trouble here. Like, it's going to be <laughs> just obscenely expensive. Well, yeah, that's it. Well, that's... it's like a department store, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. But, I feel bad. What? I feel like I should know what Harrods is, really. Like I don't know what Harrods is. Oh, wait. I have the website up here. It says clothing, jewellery, watches, kids. Oh, do they sell kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kids clothing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they had a whole section just kids. So. <laughs> Any washing machines, Falcon? Any washing <laughs> machines? Wait, home and furniture. There's <laughs> home. Oh yes, they do. <laughs> it's a it's a like... rich man's bills. Wait, Ben, did all, all did, did Tara work in bills? Debenhams. Debenhams. Oh, was it Debenhams? Ah, oh, okay. I thought okay. bills was a bills and porters was a state agent. Is it? It's a department store company. Born with his Yeah. I don't even know what bills is. I'm that bad. I'm that poor. Yeah, department <laughs> store. Bills. Oh yeah, bills department. Oh. Yeah, I think I Jeez. think it has to be a department store. Then so you, you said Harrods. Harrods is better is a better shout out than um Sprinkles. Sprinkles was a bit of a shocker. No, well I'm yeah, hungry at the moment, bad. so maybe that's why. Yeah, I know, but what, an hour in Sprinkles of eating all that chocolate, you'll be absolutely stuffed. You know what I mean? You you, you, you have nothing to do. Out. You'd pass yeah. out. You're in a food coma, and someone wake you up. The security wake you up next morning. Picks <laughs> up Sprinkles. Sprinkles when they're hungry. I don't. It's not a what? place like you'd go if you're hungry. It's more well, of a you think dessert of? place, isn't it? Where's your Where's your go-to? Well, hungry place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, somewhere like KFC. No, no, no. You'd go straight to straight to an appliance store and cook up your own meal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like how it's now developed as Falcon have some weird relationship with different kitchen appliances. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the man sees a double oven and he just can't help himself. No, no. <laughs> Imagine an American-style freezer. Massive things. Absolute units. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ben a has unit those. for a unit. <laughs> ben has a double-door fridge. I was like... He's giving the American thing. fridge a, a shout-out. Yeah. <laughs> it dispenses ice from it. It's amazing. You get crushed from ice. The you outside, get your... From the outside as well. From the outside. It, it's an inside fridge, I like to clarify. It's not an outside fridge. We don't have fridges everywhere. That's a different um, But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they not all dispense ice like on the outside? The door. You have what? one of those as well. No, Do I you? don't. But oh. do, do they dispense ice from the inside on any fridge? Uh, I'd, I've seen one that does actually double doors. You okay. open it up on the inside, on the shelves. Ma- there's like a Malian mansion. No, 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 my place. No. 
That's, that's, the of, that's the sort of tech we expect from all your mansion, actually. <laughs> What's the point, though? Once you've opened the fridge, the purpose that <laughs> there's no point, really, is that hmm. you can just access the ice cubes from. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking, and, and you mentioned you mentioned that you'll spend um, a night in game. Oh, yeah. I see where this is going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You see where it's oh, going? I've got a bit, this is quite a good league. I like that. I like no, that. No, what, what is it? Well, so, I'm not sure. What, I'm, what I'm, sure we said... I'm sure you heard, because you're a gaming oh. fanatic yourself. Yeah. But um, Microsoft is going to mm. launch a game streaming service. Ah. Oh. So you can subscribe, pay 10.99 a month, mm. or or you can pay 131 pounds and 88 pence. A year, or an online game streaming service. That's it, like Netflix, but for games. Ah, uh, no, they've already tried that. Google tried that in the study. It didn't do really well. It was a shit show, really. I mean, Falcon, sh- Falcon it shutting it down. Shutting yeah, it down. but is that, is that because they didn't have good games? Uh, I don't know. They had some good games, I guess. But I've already bought a PC. You know, what am I going to do? Throw it away and not use it? <laughs> the whole point of it is they have the hardware, and you just rent it, basically. And stream it to your PC and play it that way, but I don't know. It's much better that if you own the PC yourself. I don't know. It just feels better playing it. Wait, is so it how, how, how will this work then? This is basically they have hardware somewhere yeah. that's running the game, and you're just streaming the video onto your PC and playing it there, basically. Streaming. So you can play your game on anything, even on your phone. If right. you have a controller, you Set it up and play it on it that right. way. So, so I, see the, I see the I see the thing. Install it. Like you, you. I guess you have to install the software yeah. for the streaming service itself, but not the game. Um, right. I can see the appeal of it if you don't have enough money for a PC of your own, but I do. No, I don't really That's need it. it. While you mentioned wow. again. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Private School himself. All you need is to be rich, really, you know. <laughs> well, I missed that. What did you say? You you don't need a streaming service if you're rich. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I guess for people like you who don't actually play games a lot, yeah, it would make sense for you guys to rent it out. And play that okay. one. Oh, 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 I sent yeah. a link here. You know, yeah. you know, you say, you know, you said that Sanal doesn't play games a lot. Yeah, I don't. Would you I like? Would, would would you like to change that? I'm I'm uh, open to that. I see where this is going. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> getting professional. We're getting professional. Would you? What, what happens if I said, "Let's play a game"? Oh, oh. what's that I hear? Is that a jingle? Cue jingle. <laughs> <laughs> We were worried the pod would be tame, so I said, why don't we play a game? So now my game needs a name, so I decided to call it, let's play a game. Let's play a game. And welcome to Let's Play a Game. Hello. Hello. With your host of the most, it's me. It's the section of the show which I created by myself. Yeah. 
Um, in this section of the show, we will play a different game every week. It might be a short feature because I've got a bit at the moment. I've got about four games in mind, so about after about four weeks, this might be it. But today's game, I'm, I can sense the suspense from you two and from those listening. Today's game is a bit of Who Am I? Exciting, exciting, it is, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the rules, so, Ben? Yeah, what are the rules? Wow, as well? I'm glad you asked that, guys. Absolutely phenomenal. Here we go. So the rules are: I'm going to read five clues of each. I've got three people basically, and I'm going to read out five clues for each person. After each clue, you guys can come in and say your name, and then you can give me an answer. But this is the exciting bit: if you give me the incorrect answer, it's then left to the opposition player to. Give me hear the can hear the rest of the clues and give me their answer. Okay. So, uh, so what kind of people are we talking about? Like, well, that's kind is of it the just gender? Yeah, but that's kind of the point. Of the no, I'm not doing. No, like, 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 get my relative. Are they going to be singers or movie stars or? Well, that's kind of the, the point, above. isn't it? If I start we have to guess. You clues, <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you never played, who am I? Uh, not Do you play charades not. and then before someone gets up, you go, "Can you give me a bit of a clue before you start acting that out?" Can I, yeah. if I guess after the first clue, yeah, uh, you get, get five points. Oh, you get okay. it wrong. Yeah, you can't then come in until Falcons had a guess. Oh, okay, got it. Cool. Let's start. So it's kind of like you can risk it for a biscuit, but it's it's a risky business because it might all end in tears. Yeah. Ah. And we got three, so it's not going to be too long. Mm. Okay, perfect. I'm hoping you would know these. They're like quite famous people. Well, I'd say probably two out of the three are quite famous. Okay. That's not what I mean. Okay. It's not. It's not like guess the man that I know works at Morrison's. You know what I mean? For some reason, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know why, I don't know. So, first clue: I was born in Liverpool in 1940. Second okay. clue: You can interrupt me with your name. We don't have a buzzer, so it has to be your name. Okay. Second clue: I unfortunately died in 1980. Oh, that's very sad. Okay. <laughs> It is. It is. It's sad for the person. Are you, going to, are you going to tell us where where this person died or passed away? Sorry. No, no, no. I'm not an undertaker. Um, I <laughs> I have an airport named after me. Airport. Okay. Now it's disappointing because this one I reckon is going. To, if you don't get it, this one, I'll be very disappointed. I married Yoko Ono in 1969. Now. Yeah. But that, was my, that was my buzz buzzer. That was that was that was. Could this person be? Go on. This is a guess. Go Could on. John, John Lennon. Oh, he's only no, gone and got it. He's Damn. only gone and got it. Wonderful stuff from Mr. Sunel, Stephen. I can't, I, yeah, I can't disappoint you there, Farrell. I thought you got that. That's two points for you, Sunel. Two points. Two points. I'll take it. Okay. Lovely stuff. Second person. Second person. I was born in Crawley in 1978. I'm oh, never going to guess this one. 1988. 78. Oh, same year as you. Uh, <laughs> I nearly told you to do one there, but okay. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I used to teach mathematics. Okay. Quite a clue number three. I have been a regular on a league of their own since 2018. Oh, I'm not too sure. I think this one might be Falcons. Oh, my God. I am a stand-up comedian. Oh, is this wrong, Mr. Angane? Yes, it is. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I yeah, the last one. No, <laughs> yes. I knew that. Yes. 
No, no, but Carlgan, to be fair, didn't press the buzzer. So now. For, for pure excitement and entertaining purposes, Falcon is definitely getting that. It's two-two uh, going into the last <laughs> round. Oh. So Falcon's I know, on one point. Two points. You both got it before the last, the second. You both got it on the fourth clue, and there was one clue left for each, hey, each one. I, I, so, got it, I got it after the third clue. No, no, you yeah. didn't. Born no, you in, did born, it. I'll tell you. Born in Liverpool, 1940. Died in 1980. Second clue. Airport named after me. Third and then wife. Oh, wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a bit of cheating going on there. Could, <laughs> you tried. Could, could, could be deducting points, but we'll leave it at 2 2. Into oh. the last round. So Very this exciting. This, yeah. is a, this is a big. This is, in a way, this is kind of going to become a thing over the weeks. Falgon versus Sonata. So, person number three. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Person number three. I was born in Basel, Switzerland in 1981. Yeah. I'm a sports personality. For now. Go on. I'm risking it for the biscuit. Is it Roger Federer? Oh, yes, it is. Oh. <laughs> I was not oh. going to guess. Why are you so disappointed that I won? <laughs> because, I because he doesn't oh. like you much, Sana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get the last one, build up suspense, you know what I mean? It's like the yeah. X Factor, who's going to get who's gonna get knocked out? What 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 were the clues? What were the clues? What are the rest of the clues? I've been competing professionally since 1998. I've won BBC Overseas Sports Personality of the Year, and I've achieved a Grand Slam in tennis. Oh uh, right, right. I right. guess I could have guessed it on the last one, but yeah. Otherwise, no. I'm not really so, a sports person, as you know. I believe. So that do I conclude. get? Yeah. You get the point basically going into next week. That is that is your prize for this week. Oh, so. That concludes the first and the very exciting edition of Let's Play the Game. Cue jingle. <laughs> that was fun. It was. Shall, it? We put, shall we put the jingle in now as well? Just put the jingle in any, any time. I've worked a lot. I've worked very hard with the jingle. I don't think it deserves <laughs> to be put in anywhere. All the time. Yeah, that sounds. Good. Yeah. So everywhere deserves a jingle. So yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you, Ben. Really enjoyed that. You're welcome. And if ITV, BBC, do you know what? If they, I'm available. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bin these two off very quickly. <laughs> um, if, anyone, if, if any game show is requiring a participant, I'm yeah, yeah. If Bradley good. Walsh decides to chase him, isn't for him anymore, do you know what? I'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, good. thank you, gentlemen, for a fantastic right. first episode of Ready Steady Chat. Uh, depends what the definition is of fantastic, but there we go. <laughs> it was a good start. It was a good start. It was. It was. It was. It was. I enjoyed it. I will, I will, and we'll be coming back next week. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> unless unless Falcon's uh, wrapped up in PC world or Curry's. <laughs> 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 that's, that's becomes Falcon's thing from this episode. <laughs> yeah. Falcon was saying he signed his uh, tenancy agreement this morning. I can't figure out where, but I think he's given us a fair few hints. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that is that is the first pod done that's it thank that you is, that is quite a sensation after all the effort all the stuff we put in to do it finally finally got it done how exciting so from me Sanal Falvin thank you for joining us on the podcast on Ready Steady Chat this week and if you enjoyed it listen again next week thank you and goodbye oh podcast friends <laughs>